Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, sweet Anne, I'm so excited to introduce you to the interwebs, right? I'm like, you are the voice of calm. You are the voice of like, you are one of the most supportive people in my world. And I'm so grateful to have you on the Finding Courage in a Crisis series. I, I just made that up. It's nice. Love it. <laughs> we all need a little courage and connection and kindness. So, Anne, Miss Anne Chandler, could you tell me a little bit about what's going on in your world, the work that you do, and how that's impacted, and just just all the things, Anne. The things. Um, so, let's start with I'm a mom of two littles. I have. Oh. An eight, a daughter who will turn eight next Tuesday. Um, oh my goodness, COVID and a birthday. What fun! Right. You need to write like a, a a post about COVID and birthdays. Like what COVID do you? And yes. Um, and then I have a four and a half year old. Both attend school full time, and we're told last Thursday afternoon that school would be remote for a while. Um, both my husband and I work full time out of the home. Typically, obviously I am not in my office today. Um, I started working from home last Friday. Okay. Still putting in a full 40 plus hours. Of course. Um, yes. So I work at the boys and girls clubs of South central Kansas. We are a program that ranges from kindergarten through high school um, we see about 250 to 300 kids a day. And on Monday, um, it was our first day of our spring break program and our board felt that it was no longer safe to run that program. So um, our world this week has been figuring out how to continue to communicate with our families, how to offer virtual experiences, and then how we respond to the needs that they'll have. Many of our families yes. were their evening meal because we're typically open from 2.30 to 6.30 in the right. evening. And now we're not. Um, and then the next blow came um, when we learned later in the week that all schools in Kansas were closed for the rest of the year. And how we educate our kids, how we make them feel safe and secure Right. Um, both my kids and my family and also my extended family at the Boys and Girls Club. Um, there's just a lot of unknowns that have kind of shaken our world this week. Absolutely. And, and I think that a lot of what we are all processing is those kids in our communities Mm -hmm. that might not have access to the things that our children have access to, like meals right. and compassionate care and safety when they need it the most. Correct. So can you talk about what we can do to support you on the front lines during this time and what, what that looks like or what that um, means? 
So one of the most amazing things, I always am trying to look for the silver lining in this slight craziness that we have right now. Um, I have, we're both Junior League of Wichita members, um, and that community has rallied together in an amazing way. Um, even members who used to be here and have moved to other cities have been providing virtual resources for us so that we can make sure that if our kids are at home and mom and dad have to take a conference call or do the job functions that there may be other avenues for them to stay engaged. Um, so we at the Boys and Girls Club put together a resource page for our families um, that kind of links our top suggestions yes. um, a lot of them are going around the internet and we just wanted to kind of share these are safe good places to go if you're needing some if you're needing a little break here are some youtube channels that we love um, so that's been amazing um, carrie jordan who is now a librarian in denver has been sending me um reading programs for our kids so we offer Awesome. Um, a kids lit program that kind of boosts your reading scores. And so as we learn how to do that virtually, um, she's been providing resources that her library is using. So there's been a lot of collaboration with friends around the country trying to pull things together. Um, Cox Communications has been great. They are kind of boosting their typical internet speed um, to help low-income families during this time and they have some assistance programs that are available that they've been sharing with us and then um, Partners for Wichita this week has been feeding kids lunches um, and so we kind of have been linking to those sites our goal is not to duplicate what others are doing right um, but to find those unique areas where our members still have needs and then to find out how we can kind of boost them up in this interim period um, so over the next few weeks we will be looking at unique ways that we can help our families with dinners so oh. come on that oh i am just so i, I can't ex truly express my gratitude without sobbing like a, a, a just as I put my hands to my face, this is, um, I am so grateful to you for what you're doing and, and the role that this community is playing in supporting everyone, all mm -hmm. of our members of our community. Um, it's just, it's just incredible. And you've seen that um, even in the darkest of times or in this crisis, this that crisis. people are still stepping up. Right. And it's amazing to see how people want to help and how help while social distancing looks a little different, but there are still things that you can do to show people that you care about them. Oh, that's so good. So tell me what life is like at home working 40 plus hours a week while you have your sweet girls around who are very helpful, I assume. They are, they are very helpful. They love a good conference call. Um, and decide at the most inopportune times that they need to learn new skills. Like, let's go learn how to ride a bike, Mom. I'm four and a half, and right now, <laughs> seems like the thing we need to do. Seems like a very valid thing to do. Very valid thing. Um, so life has changed. Life is, we're trying to figure it out um, as we go. My goal is that every day we connect with at least one friend virtually. Um, <laughs> So we've been trying to like 
FaceTime a friend a day just so that we can maintain some normalcy. Yeah. Um, find some way to give back, whether that be in our own neighborhood mm -hmm. or to our community. Um, so the other day they took flowers to a neighbor who has chosen to self-quarantine. Um, one day they were writing on the windows so that their friends walking by would like see that they are still loved. Um, uh, we've been trying to come up with unique ways for them to maintain connected in a new way. Um, and then we're trying to do like one kind of fun thing a day. So yesterday we made ice cream in a bag. Which I was very impressed with. And that Which kind of got out some energy. That was my goal. Like we need to expend energy so that we don't all hurt each other. Exactly. But this is it. Because when you are cooped up in a home, how do we let go of all that excess? We're also kind of reprioritizing old rules are adjusting as we go into this new norm. Absolutely. And, and, you know, hearing from friends and we're also in Kansas on spring break or at least right. in yes. Wichita on spring break right now. So what it looks like now versus in next the week's a whole new ball game and, and managing and teaching. And yes, mm -hmm. it will be an added layer of excitement need. I don't know the words, yeah. right? Time will tell. Time will tell. But I think that the opportunity to stay connected to our friends, we mm -hmm. are at such a time where we have all the technologies, some of us have all the technologies available to us and being able to communicate that way. So my oldest who can actually read and somewhat write. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, she's actually found a pen pal and so they are exchanging like mailed letters. And my goodness, I thought the U.S. Postal Service was going to slow down, but those people are speedier than ever. Um, so our, our little friend lives in Wichita. So they're mailing letters back and forth, like going old school, going back to what we used to do in the 80s. It is so awesome. That is so, you know, it doesn't always take technology. Oh, my God. Did she arrange this or did you... We had this, the mom was very concerned, like, what are we going to do? They're buds. They can't be together, but they care. How do we, what can we do? And we were sitting there on the phone, kind of brainstorming what? ideas. Um, and we just took it old school. Like, remember when we used to like mail no. letters? Like, do you have stamps in your house? Let me go pull through the door and see if we have stamps in right. our house. Oh, we do. Um, just to kind of keep things fun. It gives them some, like, oh. posted at the front door waiting for the mailman to come by. Of course. So it adds this layer of excitement. I consider it educational because you're reading and writing. You know? Yes. I am 100% I am there with you. That is a door. I should, that's a great idea. Theo can ma mail your little daughter, maybe a. Oh, yes. Picture. A picture of a rattlesnake. <laughs> Love you. Yes, that's exactly. And she'd be like, "Oh, thank you for this. This is she just probably mm -hmm. she'd probably go hang it in her window." <laughs> so, other thing. I mean, you are. How are you taking care of yourself? And what does that look like when you're working and caretaking often? So, 
how do I take care of myself? I have made sure that I'm still connecting with friends. That's great. So that looks different depending on what my friend's work schedule or home schedules are. But sometimes it's Instagram messenger. Sometimes it's picking up the phone. Sometimes it's a Facebook call, but trying to make sure that we're still connected. I said to someone the other day, like, I miss my hallway time. I miss drop off where I got to see all my friends. Just um, social to hour. So we're trying to find new ways to do those things. Um, for me, I like creativity is my outlet. That's what makes me happy. Yes. And so, um, I found some ways that I can practice creativity when the kids go to bed. Um, so like learning some new artistic programs on my iPad. Um, why not? I've got time. Can't go anywhere. Um, so YouTube has an amazing variety of resources available to all of us. Free lessons from everyone. Um, Olive and I, every night before it's bedtime, we've been doing the Mo Williams lunchtime doodles together. Have you? It's our like wind down from the day. She hasn't quite figured out that we're not doing this at lunch, but you know, it works. Um, so we've Whatever. been doing those things and I love oh. to draw. I'm not good, but I, but, but it, I love her seeing like, well, you know, we're going to try this together and maybe it works and maybe it doesn't, but let's try to draw. Piggy and Penguin and all the other people. So just trying to find small things in the day that help bring joy or creativity when the weather is nicer than it is on this slightly blustery, blustery day. Opening up the doors, letting the air come in. I mean, like small things are oh. where I am finding peace right now. Yes. Um, so that just the little things. That is beautiful. And I think that the, I have found that keeping our minds busy and our hands busy, our brains busy, decreases the amount of time we have available to feel overwhelmed and feel the fear mm -hmm. as if we were searching on CNN or right. the social media all the time. I've also thought like, what are those things that I always wanted to do, but I was at work during the day, so I couldn't do. So like yesterday, I'm just afraid to use a slow cooker. I know you can when you're not home, but it just kind of freaks me oh, out. Right, yes. So yesterday I was like, oh, Chuck, I'm gonna cook something in the slow cooker because I'm gonna be here all day, so if the house catches fire, I'll be here. You um, will be there, yes. So like trying to find the positives in things, even Absolutely. in the craziness of it all. Because we don't know what to expect. We don't know um, what. We never know what could the We don't. And we want, I think our brains want to know. We do not like uncertainty. Right. And so learning how to be present in the moment when we're searching for answers. We're searching for someone to tell us this will be done in two weeks and we will all be fine. Right. And I think that just like we're searching for that, our kids are searching for that as well. Um, so like in our family, we've chosen not to talk about the fact that we may not be going back to school for the rest of the year. Um, we're kind of taking it week by week. Absolutely. And living in this moment and kind of, isn't this a fun experiment? We're going to see if this will work. Right. <laughs> um, and we may adjust things, but also trying to kind of keep 
some similarity in our day-to-day schedule. That's it. Yes, absolutely. Because we, we know kids thrive on routine. I was saying this. Now, I ne- don't necessarily uh, stick with the routine, just me as a person, but knowing that they need that and it will look different for everyone what that is. And it's hard as a mother not to compare your COVID-19 schedule to anybody else's. Correct. I mean, there, me. I mean, I've decided there are a lot of ideas out there and I will pick what I can do for a day. And that one thing will be my one thing. And I may like, we may write on our windows because miraculously I had window chalk, but I, yes, it doesn't mean that if you don't do that, that you're wrong. I think Someone shared, I think it was Cherry Utesh, who's the president of WSU Tech, yes. that right now we need grace more than ever in higher dosages because oh. we're all going to be doing things differently and we're all going to be hoping that we are slowing the curve, shrinking the curve, right. whatever the right tech word is. Yes. Um, but to do what we can when we can. And with what we have, too. Right. And that is, and extending grace to ourselves and to others, I think is so necessary, especially when we're in fear and just overwhelm. And it's easier though to blame anybody else but ourselves, like, or or to judge or to, and so just being aware of what's happening inside of us and just giving grace and peace. Oh my goodness, Anne, I'm so, anything else? Okay, I, I'm trying to keep these at 20 minutes. Okay. So look at me, look at us, we're so good. Ah! Um, is there anything else that you wanted to add about finding courage in a crisis? I would say as we go through all of these emotions, just to remember that our little people, A, they're watching us, yes. they're watching how we respond, but we're giving adults grace and sometimes it's hard to give little people grace. Um, but it's so important because like earlier this morning, my two lovely daughters were having a blast and it was really loud blast. And I was trying to watch a conference for work and I was like, and they're like, why, what's going on? Is there a problem? And I was like, Oh no, 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 please have fun. I'll go find headphones. Um, Yes. But everybody needs, like, little people, big people. We all need grace. Um, We reached out to our pediatrician this week and asked him if there was anything we could do for him. Now, mind you, I know that, like, we have to limit our circles. But just even the fact that someone offered, he was like, thank you. There aren't very many people who are offering to help right now. And it's just nice to know. That you were there. it's there. So I would say, like, even our neighbors who are... Um, socially distancing themselves and self-quarantining, we have made sure that like we'll go, the girls will go and ring their doorbell and step down the stairs and talk to them just so that they can have interaction because right now their interactions are so limited. So it is, it is so true. Oh, that's beautiful. Little things. I love that. So thank you for your voice and for bringing just examples or opportunities. Um, to us and to the way we are thinking about this um, COVID-19 situation. Maybe I shouldn't call it a crisis. I could just call it a situation, right? It's just something that's happening. But don't we love sensation? 
Right. We do love sensation. But, you know, hopefully we will move past this like we have moved through many other. This is it. We have. Times. We've weathered. There is always a rainbow on the other side, and we can, we can do this. Thank you so much, Anne. I'm going to turn this off okay. right now.